0: Hey guys, it's Marie with Momentum and this is our second podcast. Today we have Claudie and Marquise who are going to be kind of interviewing each other but having some conversation talking about what it feels like to be managing partners or part of the business and how they've grown at Momentum, what they like to do for exercise, food. To give you a little bit of background, I met both of them in 2012 at a volleyball organization called JJVA. Um, They worked with me there and since then I basically wanted to have them at Momentum. I might have been a little relentless with it but I've been really proud of the growth that they've experienced here. In 2021 I brought Claudia in as a managing partner and then in 2022 I brought Marquise in. So thank you guys for being with me. I appreciate you.
1: Thank you so much for having us. You know, it's been a pleasure. You know, being here and working with you guys, it really doesn't even feel like work. It's uh, it's like a very close family um, gathering. You know, what I like to think about it. Um, but it's been it's been a pleasure being here.
2: Yeah, it has. And you guys coming in every day, excited to see us. Um, it it makes it all worthwhile. Um, to have you guys as part of our our family, you know.
1: Right. Um, what we want to talk about today is uh, uh, the history of how we came into fitness. The history of how, like you know, we what we learned and how we
0: grew. How they how they got started. and... Right the evolution of Claudie and Marquise since their I guess baby days prior to college.
1: So what started you on the path to get here Claudie? Uh, it was a long process you know I've always uh, played sports my whole life but I never knew that I wanted to become a trainer or a strength conditioning coach in the past but I've tried quite a few different professions prior, prior to being here. Um, did anything from business management to like you know, respiratory therapy you know, back in college, but then, you know, got introduced to uh, exercise physiology. And then from there, you know, worked with strength and conditioning ever since. Interned at a bunch of different places and I was very, 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 very fortunate to learn from so many coaches. Uh, The collegiate strength and conditioning has a high turnover because everyone is trying to like, you know, look at where, uh, trying to find their place. Which I was, again, was very blessed from to learn from so many different coaches and different styles of coaching. I
2: got you, okay. Um, And my journey began from when I was a kid, I always wanted to do something with sports and so started out with athletic training, realized in college that I wanted to be on the prevention side of it. Um, I got turned into strength and conditioning over at UNF. Realized I didn't want to work with people who had maybe not so great of a base ahead of time, and that brought me back to wanting to work with high school athletes or the general population who had zero training experience. Um, started out at a box gym, uh, corporate gym, I'm sorry, and realized I didn't want to stay there, so ended up at the studio once Marie and Claudia brought me down
1: here. And that's awesome. One of the things that we always, one of our goals of training our clients and athletes is injury prevention. Um, and you know, a lot of our clients, you know, want to know if, if if we've had any injuries. So Marquis, you know, have you had any injuries in the past or how did you get it and how did you overcome it?
2: So I've I've had a few that I've dealt with. Um, three really stick out in my mind that I still kind of work around today. Um... When I was younger, I was taught to throw a curve ball. Too young, uh wore the cartilage way in my elbow, and you don't grow cartilage back, but I was young enough that my body was still laying some down, so I have occasional elbow pain with exercises. It's just something that I have to deal with. Um, I had a back injury about seven years ago now. Um, Olympic lifting, too heavy, should have stopped a couple reps sooner, didn't make sure that I was doing it correctly. Um again, my back just tightens up with some exercises there. Uh, and the most recent one, I had a mirror cut through my wrist as I was trying to help move it. Um, and that's probably been the biggest one I still have, you know, I don't have full control over all my fingers. Um, I noticed that my grip strength has gotten significantly weaker and there's just the endurance alone um, causes me issues. But everything is manageable, able to work around, and it's been kind of a challenge to figure that out. But it's, it's helped me help everybody else as well. Um, I know you've had a, a couple of injuries in the past as well. Why don't you talk about that?
1: I, I really have, and I think everyone who's been on the field has had you know different injuries. Uh, when it comes to soft tissues or different you know ankles and stuff, growing up in sports, you know you get all of those injuries to begin with, you know very randomly. But you recover from. The biggest injury that I had was uh, an ACL and both meniscus you know tear during uh, a lift, uh, and I know for a fact that was from overtraining. Um, at the time, I thought I could do a lot more than you know I could. So uh, my body didn't agree with me, and there goes my knee. Um, it it was a process, you know, getting back into it. But uh, you just have to believe in the rehab. Have to believe in yourself, and just keep pushing to get better each and every day.
2: Okay. Um, so with that, how often are you exercising now? Did that change?
1: your style at all or um, did it change my style no um, how often do I exercise it all depends a lot of things have changed since then you know family comes into play you know kids come into play so time management is also very 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 challenging at times um, of course back then you know didn't have any kids didn't have the family so I could exercise you know six seven days a week now. Realistically, it's two to three days a week. Um, sometimes, you know, if I can get a fourth one in, absolutely. But you know, realistically, about two to three times a week. Okay, being a dad has uh, changed how much you're lifting. I remember you talking about that. Yes, uh, you have to realize and put into perspective when it comes to like you know the the lifts. Well, even before that, you know, you have to look at the risk versus benefit, you know, ratio. And now you really, really have to look into that because, you know, when the baby cries at night and your back is hurting and you can't go pick (laughs) him up, then, you know, we have a problem. So when it comes to like, you know, the heavier lifts, you know, I've uh, moved away from much, much heavier. So still try to keep it pretty heavy, but not nowhere near to where my maximum was.
0: How would you guys motivate people to, you know, like create workouts in their schedule to manage their lives and and still integrate fitness. Like what are some tricks that you guys use to keep people motivated?
2: Um, so we've talked about that Mm -hmm. recently, actually, even just between ourselves um, and time management, like between the new, the new position, as well as our training and your family, um, we have to make time for ourselves too and schedule it in. um, you're not always going to be a hundred percent motivated to get it done, but the fact of the matter is that we have to do it, you know, it's it's not a temporary change. Like we're trying to create habits. So if you start to fall out of that, it becomes really easy to get stuck in a rut. So just kind of wrapping your head around this is this is my life, this is a part of my life. This is how I'm going to continue moving forward and be better for
1: my family, for Our clients um, we have to do it right absolutely and something that I really 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 focus on and what we all as trainers focus on is uh, educating our clients on the benefits of exercise because as we get older we all know what happens to our bodies when it comes to strength you know power overall fitness you know declines there's nothing we can do with the aging process but how fast it declines that's what we can actually control and what what we can um, work towards. So our goal is one educating them the, on the benefits of exercise. Um, and and two you know my style of motivating is is helping them believe in themselves making sure that you know that they know and trust themselves to do a certain move or exercise. Um, I know that you know so many of my clients you know give me a hard time when it comes to like you know my counting. But I know for a fact that they can do a lot more than the number that I told them. So what happens then is I start counting, like, you know, by, by, by twos. And so two. So I was say, and and give two, me two more. And, and then two. give me two more. And after that, <laughs> and give me two more. And, you know, my clients, of course, you know, they, they've always given me a hard time of, like, you know, where did you learn how to count? You know, how, or like, you know, how are you, like, you know, diseducated and still don't know how to count right? So I am okay getting those insults as long as you get your results. So, and they know that counting in Albania is different. <laughs> sure, you can say that. Again, I'm I'm totally okay taking all all, all of the uh, all of the grief for it as long as like you know I get some results as long as I know that you know they are pushing towards their maximum.
2: So the other thing too is. I would go to say nobody here is a a quote unquote raw raw trainer. Um, all of us stem from compassion, understanding, and passion. Um. We can uplift people if you come in feeling down one day. Like we're here to help pick you up, help you keep pushing forward. Um, and
1: I think that helps keep people keep people motivated as well. Right, and of course, you know what we want is for them to live in a better energy and mood than what they came in with. And while they're here, it is their time to focus on themselves um, and not worry about the outside factors of life because we're always gonna have outside factors, outside stressors. So while they're here, we get their mind off of everything else. And it's hard to shut off their mind off of everything else, but it gets a little easier whenever you count over and over and over again <laughs> and that they forget about what they were thinking about and they're thinking about how much they hate you at the moment for making them do 10 more reps than what they were supposed to do Distraction. so tactics. you know yeah it, it it works it works okay
2: um so i know a lot of people have been asking us before about food so what is your favorite food and then what is your go-to meal after a workout <laughs>
1: well i have a lot of food i my favorite food is food i like food overall when it comes to when it comes to like you know my absolute favorite you know I love Mexican and you know these two can attest to where you know if I have like you know two burritos over there I would inhale them in like five seconds, I don't know why. Never seen anything like it. It's just I would just sit there and you know it tastes so good I don't I don't want to stop, you know I could eat tacos all day until like you know my my stomach like you know bursts, so Mexican is like you know my all time favorite but you know I can eat food just in general. Uh, seafood, personally, not a big fan of it, but, you know, I'll, I'll eat it every once in a while. Uh, go-to food, especially after a workout. It, again, it all comes to the time, the time that I have. If I have time to get a full meal in, I would love that. I would love to get like in a full meal in. If I don't, then I'll try to make a protein shake and have it around. And again, if I don't have a protein shake, you know, have something in your system. So, have a fruit, have a banana, an apple, a plum, something like, you know, that, you know, I could very easily eat right before, like, you know, my client comes in. Because, again, the time whenever I work out is in between clients. So I only have, like, you know, 30 to 45 minutes to work out and then get ready for my next client. But during that time, getting ready, I have to, like, you know, put something in my system because I will never get to eat again for another two, three hours after that. So I always try to be aware of that as well. Okay. Okay. Um. I know that so many people, uh, whenever you train them, I mean, they they have a great time training with you, Marquis. But so many people do uh, comment on your evil laugh as uh, as as <laughs> they're as they quote unquote say uh, they're getting tortured, you know, by you. As like you know, they're they're getting uh, they're working out and they they see that you making them do uh, an exercise that you know they even one that they might not enjoy at the moment but you know they they know that it's very beneficial for them but then they look at you and you have that you know what they say evil smile uh, tell me a little bit, bit about more about that evil smile of yours um
2: marquis de Sade comes to mind <laughs> um i i don't you know i don't think it's an evil smile i think i'm just a happy guy and i laugh a lot i think life is funny and the reactions that people give me when I ask them to do something is really funny. Um, I can't describe some of the faces that people make when you ask them to do a Bulgarian squat immediately after leg extensions. You know, it's it's just unique. I mean, it's, if
0: they could kill you with a look.
2: Yeah, that, that would be it. I would be
1: dead. I would be dead. Yeah. <laughs> And I also know that, you know, that you enjoy working with, with a lot of kids and young athletes. Yeah. Um, um, I don't know. Ever
2: since I was young, I, I mean, my sister's friends and then even kids younger than me, they just always looked up to me, would come and ask me questions. I mean, kids I didn't even know were coming up to me at the baseball field and talking to me. Um, I've always had a passion for working with kids I mean you guys know I want my own kids someday um and then the so we work with mostly middle school and high school athletes they are like a blank canvas like you can literally mold them to be what 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 they have the potential to be and seeing them go from not being able to move their bodies or have bambi legs you know to fully coordinated movements and scholarship uh, athletes mm-hmm. um it's it's super rewarding to me um and that's why I like training the adults like they're athletes as well like I, I think everybody is capable of being an athlete and they should be trained like one um obviously you're not going to put the same loads on some of them that football players would have but I fully believe that everybody's capable of ha- doing athletic movements in the in the weight room
0: it's definitely been an awesome experience watching both of you interact not only with the kids in here, but just the clients in general and watching you know like the level of care and compassion that you put into your training and then the way that the clients respond to you. I know that everybody really, you know they, they all love you. And so it's something that makes me very proud. Um, you know I'm, I'm very honored to have you both in.
1: It's, it's a lot of fun to work uh, with kids just to see them develop uh, from, just like you said, like, you know, from not being able to control their bodies and then you know, whenever we send them off to college. It's, uh, it's very eye-opening and it's, uh, it's a very proud moment for us and we tell the parents all the time how proud we are of the parents doing such a great job with the, with the kids. Because it's a dedication all around, you know. It's not only for the kid to show up at 6 a.m., but it's also for the parent to drop him off. So it's a it's a lot of sacrifice. So we tell the parents all the time how proud we are of them, you know, to to stick to it and you know see them grow into the person that they were meant to be. Claudia shed a few tears this past summer as some of the volleyball girls are leaving <laughs> yes yes it was uh, it was very touching you know just uh, to see them I have worked with them for what six years now God, forever and to see like you know I look at videos of whenever they first started until now that they're in college it just blows my mind how, how, how fast time time goes but I see that with my kids as well I remember they were just born yesterday and then all of a sudden now they're doing all kinds of stuff and they're talking and they're running around, so it's a, uh, it's it's very it's a lot of fun to work with.
0: So I have a question for both of you. Uh, what are you guys most excited about for the future? Um,
2: I mean, you know, we've talked many many times about the total wellness encompassing facility that we'd want. Um, I like the steps that we're making towards growing the business. Um, not everybody knows, but I'm in massage school. Um, I will be a licensed massage therapist by next summer. Um, and that will be something that takes us a step into that direction. I'm really excited for. I um, know I've talked to both of you guys about how, you know, training, we are helping people. And that's what we're all passionate about. But with massage, I can literally change somebody in an hour. Um, They can come in in pain and leave not feeling anything and wondering how that happened. And that's been super amazing to be a part of and start that journey forwards. Um, So most excited about, I'm most excited to see where we grow to, what we can take this to.
1: Right, absolutely. And, you know, same with me overall, just growth and not just like, you know, when it comes to the facility, of course, I I would want us to have our own building and have uh, anything and everything that we could ever imagine, but growth within us as well, having our team grow when it comes to like an education, making sure that we're continuing our education when somebody tells us like you know that they know it all you know that's 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 not possible everybody we it needs to continue to learn we're that is learning. The, right so that, that that is how how we uh, that is how we grow all together so we try to do conferences every single year i would like to continue that as for as long as possible the more that we do stuff together the better we're going to grow as a team and the closer so, we become absolutely the closer we become as well I want us to be the place to where every trainer wants to work at, you know, and how do we get there is again, grow the team that we have and then build, build from there. Um, make this a place where, you know, uh, trainers are not thinking as of just a side, uh, gig, you know, how can we make this a career? Well, for us, we 1000% believe in, in the business. And we are gonna, we are gonna be there. We're very close to it, um, and grow every every single day.
0: Yeah, growth growth is something that I know from day one. I don't think that I knew how much the business was gonna grow because you know April being eighteen years right, like I was a kid whenever I started, and then looking at it now, I still feel like a kid, but I've got some of the extra knowledge on the other side and i know that like our team the way that we're growing it's kind of an unstoppable thing uh do you guys have anything else you want to add in before we wrap this up today
2: um i would like to know if you could only have one piece of equipment doesn't matter what it is but you have one piece of equipment what would you
1: take for the rest of your life that's all you can work with (laughs) Um, I mean, of course, uh, that's, that's a tough question because I like so many, so many different things, but if there was one, I would definitely like, you know, take maybe a kettlebell because you can do so many things, you know, with it, pushes, pulls, all kinds of like, you know, swings, you know, with it. And that's for, uh... Uh, space-wise as well. So if I was to travel, of course, I don't want to, you know, carry a big piece of equipment, like, you know, with me. So, you know, if I was to carry, like, you know, one thing with me and just go anywhere in the world, you know, probably just use a, a kettlebell. Okay. What about you?
2: Um, well, I don't see myself traveling. I see. And working out a whole lot. I'm just going to enjoy my stays. So I like a barbell and a rack. I can do anything that i can possibly think of any variation within Iraq, on the ground around Iraq, rack um, and then with a barbell and weights so that would be my choice awesome okay awesome. that's
0: a great choice <laughs> well thanks for uh tuning in on this second momentum podcast and we will see you all or you will all listen to us next time
1: thank you